G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our review and rank series for Eurovision 2022. And today is all about the ever interesting nation of Finland. Yeah, interesting is the word. On all levels. Oh, <laughs> politics, music, yeah. sports. Just a very unique kind of country. They really kind of um, march the bit of their own drum, don't mm. they? They're mm. not really kind of Scandinavian, but they are. Mm. They're kind of just doing their own thing. Yeah, most definitely. Not a, a sort of country you can place into a box at all. Indeed. And that's kind of how they've been at Eurovision. It's been a very mixed bag because they've certainly sent a lot of different type of entries over the years. Now, we know they famously won with Lordi back in the day in the 2000s, but let's look at their recent form here. Uh, since 2015, they have qualified twice out of the last six contests. Ooh. Not a great record, but, you know, they had monsters for Sara Alto in 2018 make the final. But last year was a really big success story for them. Blind Channel got their second best result ever, equal second best, in sixth place. Really strong result there, particularly with the tally vote. So they are coming off a massive, massive high. Absolutely. And this year, they'll want to keep it going with the Rasmus and Jezebel. Erasmus were formed in Helsinki in 1994 while the members were still teenagers. The band has seen multiple lineups since its formation, with the only constant member being lead vocalist Lauri Loninen. The Erasmus have released nine studio albums and sold over five million albums worldwide. While popular in Finland and parts of Europe, it took until the release of their fifth album for the band to see worldwide success within the shadows of their 2003 album. It topped the charts in Finland, Germany, Hungary and New Zealand. Oh, wow. Yes, <laughs> as well as reaching number 23 on the ARIA singles chart here in Australia. So... Probably one of the biggest international names we will see at the contest this year. Oh, yeah. As soon as I heard that they were in, I was like, wow, like back to the 2000s there. Uh, in the Shadows was an absolute amazing song. I loved it. Well, for that big name to make it to Eurovision, it did have to win its national final first. So UMK, which has been really doing very well in Finland the last couple of years, um, they won both the public and the jury, which was an international jury. It was a 12-point win in that international jury. And in the public vote, they had 41,000 votes to 29,000. Mm. So comfortable, not like blind channel kind of win, but kind of comfortable on both. They won overall by 89 points. Very solid victory. They always kind of looked like they were going to take it out because they're a massive band. And Finland would want to be sending something like this. Yeah, I always thought they were kind of in the box seat to take that national final, but at the same token, it was stiff opposition. That was some very, very good songs, and that Cyan Kicks comes to mind, yeah. you know. Um, so very impressive that they, they won by that margin. Well, so what made it impressive, Michael? Let's talk about some of the pros. 
Well, for me, this is the style of rock music that just appeals to mass audiences, particularly the kind of audience that will tune into Eurovision once a year. It won't offend anyone, and it'll still deliver something that kind of sets itself apart from others. Yeah, exactly. You need to have a rock song that works. And I think they've really found a way to kind of stay true to the sound of rock and the sound of them while putting in some really good sort of melodic elements to make it a really good competition song for Europe. Now, we've seen that they can perform this very well live. They're quite experienced after all, so you shouldn't imagine live performance should be an issue for them. I suspect they will elevate the staging from the national final, so we could see something delivered that is visually arresting, plus also with this catchy non-offensive song yeah exactly and i think i'll just touch on staging there they've really talked up the staging they're using the yellow and black there's something about balloons they had a bit of a teaser this week Mm. and it looks like they're really going for a very strong identity with this which i think will really work because we talk about bands struggling sometimes to get a good staging across they sound like they've got something good and visual which you really need to do or you need to absolutely kick sheds down and turn on the pyros like Monoskin did last year. And particularly if you've got a colour palette which will be yours, you own it, mm-hmm. and it, it is very stark and something that stands out, probably a very good branding thing. Now, particularly in the semi-final, this has just got something that completely sets it apart from everything else. So I can't see it not qualifying. I just can't see this falling at the first hurdle. Yeah, all this worry that we'd have a whole bunch of rock because of Monoskin last year really hasn't happened. And often you see them in the national finals, they kind of impact the following year, but they've kind of, you know, going to stand out because of that. And also they're going to stand out and have that, I think that respect in a way because of the name. Like I do think that's like, oh, the Rasmus straight away. There's a level of understanding from a lot of people and a lot of jury members. So you've got that level of respect to start with and you kind of have to really stuff it up to lose it. So as long as they do a good job, which they have been doing, I think that's going to really build from that. Talking about builds as well. I love the way that it builds kind of softly and builds up and builds up to give you somewhat of a rock moment. Maybe not a big banging kind of one of monoskin but they do it quite cleverly to what could be maybe just medium rock they make it seem a lot bigger because of the build yeah i will pick up on your point about juries you're right they're not starting at zero because they've got a name they're starting kind of on five yeah you know what i mean so you kind of have to stuff it up to lose points because you've already earned some sort of respect all right should we talk about cons on this one yes I'll start us off. This is just so dated and bland. Like there is absolutely nothing new brought to the table here. And what is done is just done in such a cliche way. Okay. Um, (laughs) Don't know if I agree, but we'll continue. Uh, Look, the vocal is fine, but he has struggled a little bit at times, particularly in the early stage where it's a little bit more singing rather than rock shouting <laughs> so at sometimes it sounds a little bit um yeah not amazing i don't think that's terrible but it could just get a bit icky at times um now for me lyrically this can get in the bin uh it's <laughs> just absolutely atrocious and and it's cringy something just sets me off about this song okay fair enough um look I don't think it kicks any doors down in the rock genre. Like, I think if you're going to do rock, you've either got to make a super melodic kick and sing along to. And I think this has some of those elements. Or you need to do the monoskin thing of last year and kick those doors down, smash on them, you know, probably start making out on top of them as well at the same time, heart semi-naked. And 
this just doesn't have any of that about it. It's not the dad rock of Bulgaria, but it does feel quite safe and lacking maybe probably what they might have had at their kind of spunk of their early years. The last one I've got here, Dale, it's just bad. <laughs> like, oh I, I really haven't got much time for this. <laughs> look, okay, the other point I've got is also, look, we know rocks and everyone's genre. You've got to go above and beyond to make, you kind of to really, you've really lost people at the start and you've got to change their minds. And I'm not sure this is something that changes people's minds and may lose some rock kind of hardcore people. All right, Dale. Well, it isn't just us. It's also the Aussie Vision team that listen to the songs and rank them. And where have they placed Finland? The Aussie Vision team have listened to all the songs ranked first to last, and they have placed Finland in 26th. That's pretty high. High? Yeah. I think it's probably... I, I kind of expected this to probably be in the 20s, mm-hmm. um, anywhere in the kind of early to late. So I, I think it doesn't seem too far off. Oh, well, fair enough. What was the range from our uh, contributors? 7th to 38th, 2 in the top 10 as well, um, but 7 in the 30s. Hmm. So you had a few lovers, but you certainly did have a lot of people who were putting it in the 30s. So who are we hearing from on this one? We are hearing from Steve and we're hearing from Liv. Well, what can I say? If it's Finland, it must be rock. Um, Having said that, I really don't mind Jezebel by the Rasmus. Um, I remember the Rasmus's 2003 hit In the Shadows quite well, and I liked that. And maybe there's an element of nostalgia uh, in my fondness for Jezebel. Still, it's a decent rock song. Um, I think we can expect flames and fireworks and things going off on stage. Um, It will be a good stadium song and i think that will translate well to a certain demographic within the european fandom um i quite like it and i'm looking forward to um seeing what the boys can do i tell you what i have shown all the eurovision songs to a lot of my friends and family and for different reasons the rasmus has stood out to them stuck in their minds and they thought they were one of the best Either they just quite like that type of music or they remember them for their own popularity and go, yeah, I really like that. I already like the Rasmus and here we go. I like this too. Unlike Darud, they've actually got something here that's quite a good standalone song that doesn't feel like it was just cobbled together for Eurovision. The actual song itself has some really nice chord progressions and melodic moments and I think that that chorus actually has quite an impact and can really stick in the mind. For someone like myself who really enjoys this type of music, I quite enjoy this and think it will do probably better than anticipated. Okay, well, both of our commenters were talking about the name of the Rasmus, bringing back the nostalgia to them. And, you know, Liv in particular saying that it's a well-put-together song. And so Steve was also on that trip as well. So, yeah, look, I, I get where it's coming from. It's a kind of neat little package. Yeah, and I think what Liv said there about the people is also what like what we were saying about the jury, but it stands alone for people as well voting. You're already starting at a good point, a fondness for that nostalgia and what they do. And if they put a good package together, then you're not losing necessarily. You're going to just build on top of that good foundation. Fair enough. So we a wrap and rank on this one, Dale. Go for it, Mike. Um, there is something so aggressively average about this entry. A lot has been made of their name, but to me, they're from 20 years ago, and to be honest, I think it's a bit of a complete non-factor. Certainly for me, I had no idea who they were. I suspect it will get to the Saturday night, which kills me on the inside, but at the same token, there's probably other songs that'll be worse. I actually think it might do okay in this competition, 
But for me, it's another one that I will happily leave behind and never listen to in another few weeks. So 32nd for me. I think I was pretty generous when I was um, ranking that one. Yeah, I was going to say, from what I heard, I was expecting worse. It's probably so dropped a bit lower. I'll take 32nd. That's not too bad. Okay, well, for me, I actually think this is actually really good. <laughs> I really enjoyed their national final performance. I think uh, they get what they need to do for Eurovision and they've packaged up something really well. That is them, but it is going to work on the Saturday night in Turin because I agree, it is going to make the grand final. I feel pretty confident on that one. I think the staging is going to be really impressive. I like what they did in the national final and if they're elevating that, I think that's going to look absolutely fantastic i think the use of the color thing will be really good the yellow and black will stand out and i think i don't know like when it gets to the final it might start to struggle with some of the big boys but for me overall it's something that i sing along to i think the chorus is really good i echo what liv said there it's really melodic i think it stands out and i think they give a great performance um it's in my grand final i'll put it in 22nd place Okay, fair enough. That is a pretty reasonable rank there, 22nd. Look, I was going to say, I think for me it's probably more the lyrical part of it, which I really, really grates okay, me. Enough. Absolutely rubs me the wrong way. But I do see, like, the package is fine. Mm. It's just very bland. That's all. And, and if we're going to slam Bulgaria for being safe and dad rock, this is exactly the same. This is just Ooh, maybe one gear, no. not even, it's half a gear up from Bulgaria. Oh, it's more than half a gear up. No, but look, totally. I will say Blind Channel last year, I loathe because it was such a repeat of Lincoln. I mean, at least we got the real thing with Erasmus. They repeated themselves. It was such a rip of Lincoln Park that I just found it so nauseating and I hated how well it did. But I could recognize that it was a good competition song. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're in the realm of finding it nauseating, but recognize it might do okay. Yeah. Like as I say, it, what it does, it does okay, but it's just, it's just average. It's just bland. All right. Well, yeah. I guess we'll see what Europe says. And I mean, look, the team put in 26, so it's not exactly a ringing endorsement. Yeah, exactly. But it's not certainly a dislike of the song. It's very in the middle there. Hmm. And I think that big stage element and what it looks like and how they perform it will be the true factor here. Yeah, I suspect it might do quite well. All right. Well, look, thanks for joining us. Um, <laughs> we'll catch you for the next one. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right. See you later. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.